Hello and welcome to MiniF. I'm your host, Blake, for our FBL Game Week 14-15 FBL preview show. Uh, Clinton, how are you? Well, good, thank that. you, Blake. That was, that was a bit of a tongue twister. Let's do that again. <laughs> no, no, that. leave it. So uh, it was good. That's a good start. So I think um, I think it's purely because, uh, yes, it's we're recording now on Tuesday night. A game week just finished, and now there's games on tomorrow morning. So, by the time people actually watch or listen to this, the game week 14 would have already probably started. But uh, yes, it's a bit of a crazy time for FPL. But yes, there's games midweek and then the weekend, which is why we're doing a two for one show. And yes, that's why I was a bit of a tongue twister for you. <laughs> just yeah, it's a great start to the show. I'm all over the place already, so it's a great start. There's a quite a good representation of how my FBL team went on the weekend. Um, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening in terms of fixtures and players not scoring for me. So we'll uh, get stuck right into the show. So the we'll go through the results of last game before, week. Before yeah. we start, Blake, you might need to mention where we were on Saturday. Yes. Uh, some For those who are following our Twitter page now, um, it's a new cover photo. We were in Minyip, the uh, the namesake of our uh, of our show, we're in the small town of Minyip for our nephew's 18th birthday. So, if you're watching the show, happy birthday again, Bailey. Hope you had a good night. Um, but yeah, it's good to be back in Minyip. So the overall looking great, Nick. And the intruder in the photo is our brother Lachlan, by the way. Yeah, we couldn't uh, have a photo without Lachlan being in the middle. It was uh, quite a squinchy photo. We're looking into the sun at twilight, but that's all right. You'll uh, forgive us for that. All right, uh, let's get into the results from last game week. The first game of the round was Arsenal-Newcastle. Arsenal won 2-0. My bold prediction was Smith Rowe to score 10, 10 FBL points. wasn't actually that bold, but uh, he did not achieve this feat and my score prediction was 3-1 so I was off there Clinton how did what was your predictions I was a long way off my bold prediction was Lacazette would score more than 10 and he didn't start so that wasn't <laughs> it's a great start uh, I, I thought he'd be actually yeah, in line for a start there but um and my score prediction was 3-0 so I was one off yeah one off there but I was happy with the Arsenal win the boys are back uh, I wouldn't say being back being Newcastle, but <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Uh, the yeah. next game is Crystal Palace uh, got defeated by Aston Villa 2-1. My prediction was that the goal scored by Aston Villa would be by their defenders. And I wasn't too far off at all. My It was... Uh, it was McGinn that stuffed it up for me. He uh, he scored a goal from the midfield. He didn't stuff uh, it up. He, he did a good job. No, he uh, stuffed up my, uh, <laughs> my defenders scoring my goals. But my score prediction was correct. I had uh, Crystal Palace losing 1-2. So was uh, one point on the board for me. Finally kicked me off uh, on the scoreboard there, Clinton. Well played. My prediction was Watkins did score more than 10 fantasy points, which didn't come through. And... Uh, the score prediction was 2-0, which was, once again, just one goal off, but not quite. Yeah, pretty close. Uh, Liverpool 4-0 versus Southampton 0. Uh, my bold prediction was Trent Alexander-Arnold to be involved in every goal. <laughs> How close were you, Blake? 
Um, he played pretty well, but uh, <laughs> Robertson, Robertson was in amongst the goals. Um, Jota was definitely involved in the goals. They he cut off uh, Salah for the first goal. Um, he played pretty well, but he wasn't involved in all four of their goals. My score prediction was 5-0, so just one off there. I had Sadio Mane to score more than 14 fantasy points. And I'll get to my team soon, which I need to have a bit of a rant about. Um, so that failed about Mane, but then my score prediction was 5-0, which was once again one off, I believe. Yeah, Not we uh, had the same prediction there. In the next game, Norwich nil all draw with Wolves. So our predictions of having Huang to score a goal and I had Jimenez. <laughs> and uh, my score prediction was 1-3. You had Puki and Huang, is that right? Yes, and my score prediction was 1-2, so we are both way off. Yep, that was yeah, very, very uh, uneventful match, that one. Brighton also had a nil-all draw versus Leeds, which was very surprising to me. I thought uh, Leeds would be able to break through and score. My score prediction was 1-2, and I had Dallas to score a goal, so I was uh, way off there. Um. No, well, I wasn't too surprised because that's the, the score prediction that I had, Blake. I had nil-nil, so that's my one and only score for the weekend in terms of predictions. Uh, my bold prediction was it would be the only nil-nil game, but uh, Norwich and Wolves ruined that for me. So, once again, pretty close. Yeah, unlucky there that uh, Norwich and Wolves was also nil-all. Brentford defeated Everton 1-0. Um, my Bold prediction was Townsend would score a goal from a set piece. Everton didn't score a goal, so I was off <laughs> there. And my score prediction was one all. So Everton let me down there. I had Brentford to win 2-0. So uh, I had the right team winning just off by one goal. And I foolishly backed Bomo to score more than 10 fantasy points. And I'll get to the score predictions for this week of tomorrow's game soon, but I'll have to avoid trying to just break for my fantasy players because it didn't quite work out with my bold predictions. Yeah, it's uh it makes for a tough weekend if you if your team doesn't go well, your bold predictions will be a fair way off as well. Then in the Leicester Watford game it was a high school. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh no, sorry. There was, a, there was a game which was Burnley and Tottenham. Oh, I was I was uh, gonna say that after the round, but yeah, you go ahead. The reason why I want to keep it in order because my bold prediction was that Kane and Son were going to blank. So is that a technical? No. <laughs> you sure? I'm not. You sure? That. They blanked. Yeah, but that they... was my bold prediction. <laughs> I knew you would. I knew you would try and claim this, and I'm not having it at all. <laughs> you sure? The, the the fixture is going to come up again. You can say the same prediction when the fixture comes up again whenever they uh... replay it, but. I'm not okay. giving you Kane and Son blanking when no minutes were played by anyone. Well, technically I was correct, so. Yeah, you're right. They didn't score any goals or uh, get an assist, but no one did, so I'm not allowing it. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Leicester, Watford, Leicester defeated Watford 4-2. My, wow. bold, my bold prediction was Vardy to score two goals, which... Uh, which uh, succeeded. So it's a, another point for me on the scoreboard. Um, my score scoreline prediction was 3-0. Not far off. My prediction was one all, which was a long way off. And I had Sissoko to score three or more <laughs> fantasy points, and he didn't. 
he still uh, kept his form, and uh, I think he scored two, I believe. So um, no Did disappointment really? to Soko. One day. Did he really score another two points? Oh, I might have been one. I'm not sure. I have to check. <laughs> it's unbelievable if he scores another one or two points. Um, Man City two one versus West Ham. My bold prediction was that Man City would concede two goals. Um, I was watching this game and it wasn't too far off. They had a lot of chances, West Ham, but they uh, Ben Rama had a poor first touch. Um, yeah, they were trying to get him on the breakaway, but couldn't quite. So that didn't come ahead. And my score prediction was 3-2. Um, so just off there. Yes, yeah, so I've also got another rant incoming about that game. Um, my bold prediction was Diaz to get an attacking return, which didn't quite happen. And yeah, my score prediction was 3-0, which was close, but not not too close in the end. But <laughs> yeah, uh, but, oh, I'm still fuming about something, but I'll re- reveal that soon. Yeah, we'll get to that when we talk about your team, Clinton. Don't worry. Chelsea had a one-all draw versus Man United. So that was a very interesting game. My bold prediction was that Man United would win the game. I was, uh, it was so close, but uh, yeah, they ended up conceding and my scoreline prediction was uh, 1-2 in Man United's favour. So it wasn't far off at all there, Clinton. Uh, you had Rudiger. My bold, pre- my bold prediction was you wouldn't let me have Rudiger to have an attacking <laughs> return. So I, I said two attacking returns and believe it or not, Speaking of close, he was close a couple of times. So um, he is looking quite dangerous, which is, um, yeah, I think quite appealing for those who own him, like myself. And I did predict Chelsea to win 3-0, which I thought was a low prediction in the end because I thought they would absolutely, absolutely smack them. But you were close, Blake. Yes, close yeah, game indeed. Wasn't far off at all. Um yeah, Rudiger's been quite impressive from the corners, comes down to get the headers. So he's uh, playing quite well. We'll go to how my team scored at the, on the last game week. We won't touch on this too long because it wasn't a very impressive score of 32. Um, I dropped in the rankings by about 250K. It was just an all-round bad week I had. Son and Corne not play, obviously, in that game. Guaita, one point. Trent Alexander-Arnold, nine. Alonso, who I brought in for Chilwell, scored two. Reese James, one. Cancelo, one. Basuma came onto the pitch for Simicast, scored two. Salah as my captain, scored 12. Gallagher, two. Broha scored two. Ronaldo scored zero points for me. And so that means on my pitch, I had two scores of zero my bench was made up of foster Simicast, son and galahart who also scored zero not too many highlights from my team there um the liverpool duo of trent and Salah kept me somewhat respectable but still well below average and that's why i had dropped in the rankings i don't want to talk about this uh, game week too much so it's lucky um lucky we have a quick turnaround with the midweek fixture clinton I'd like to talk about it because I'm steaming. <laughs> so let me let me explain. So I had two free transfers, like KDB. I had lots of money. And as I said last week, I was going to get Sadio Mane. And the amount of people who, um, for 
money reasons, they chose Diogo Jota, which is obviously quite a significant amount cheaper. But to see the amount of people bragging about how good Jota is now, like Mane is the better player. He's more expensive. No one can really pay up for him. So I was really feeling quite smug that I had a great differential going into the game week. And of course, Mane Blanks and Jota, what did he score? Two goals. So I think um, that's one dagger in the heart. The other dagger was that I finally got rid of Melier in goals, who came through with a clean sheet, scored eight points. But I got rid of him for Edison, which I'm not devastated about because he's a gun of a keeper and will score a lot of points down the track. But for Man City to concede in the last second of that game, when I'm tripled up in their Man City defense. So that's 12 points going like that. Just That's just in clean sheet points. But then there would have been bonus on top of that. So that's why I was steaming about the weekend. Um, but I'm happy with my team, believe it or not. So it's just one of those things that I have to just take on the chin. And it sums up my season so far. So just reading it through, I'd Edison score two. Rudiger two, Diaz two, Trent nine, Kinsella one, James one, Gallagher two, Adsella captain 12, Mane three, Mbomo two, Huang two. And then I blanks on the bench also in Antonio, Sissoko and Broha. So 38, um, yes, disappointing, but I'm pretty confident or happy with my team for, uh, for this um, game week coming up and then come the weekend I might make a couple of moves but uh, disappointing in the end because we promised I was really excited for it I was the big differential I had was that I had no spurs so in some way I got, got away bullet, with that Mr. Bullet there. I missed, I missed the bullet there but then it just yeah the the fact that I had Mane versus the Jota scores and then the Man City clean sheet wipeout in the last second um, yeah was disappointing that's enough for me uh, how'd you did you take a dip in the rankings a little bit there, Clinton? I did. So I've, I've gone from uh, I went from 2.3 million to 2.5. So now, so that's ruined my what was it, a two game week stretch yeah. of green arrows to another red, but I expect to get green for a long time because it's it should be either going north. Yep. Absolutely. I uh, look forward to hearing what you're going to do with that team, considering you're saying how happy you are with it. So we'll go to our league now. And we've still got Scott on top, but he's getting rather shaky on top there for our league because David is making an absolute charge for him. He's only 17 points behind him now, and he scored 65 points for the game week. Andrew's in third, Dem's in fourth, and Paul is in fifth, um, just like the other weeks. The one of the highest scores for the game week um, in our league, Clinton, was Aaron Story, who's one of our Patreon members. So, well done, Aaron. You must have uh, taken on some advice from uh, Clinton from last week's uh, game week. I'm sure you'd uh, appreciate hearing that. But um, definitely, thank you for supporting us through the Patreon. If uh, anyone else wants to have a look on there and support the show, it's uh, patreon.com forward slash minute fantasy sports community. So, check that out. Um, the other highest scorer for the game week from our league was Tyler Zebra, who scored 70, who's in uh, 17th placing for our league at the moment. But it was a good game week for Tyler. So, yeah, well done to everyone in our league. And 
Uh, it's going to be very close uh, for for David catching Scott in the upcoming game weeks, which I'm sure Scott's very nervous about. Um, he's messaging me just about after every game week, saying how close he's getting. So we're very close. David is gloating to me almost every day about it at the moment. So he's uh, he's excited. He's up and about, the big fella. And just one more thing, Blake. Do you say zebra? Do you? Yeah, zebra. Zebra. zebra okay. Yeah. More, more of a zebra type of person, but everyone's a bit different. Yeah. You say tomato. I said tomato. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's the one. Yeah. Okay, uh, this week. We'll go for, so yeah, we're recording on a Tuesday night because we have the Wednesday morning for our time. I think it's a 6.30 kickoff, I believe, Clinton might be even, yeah, 6.30 for Newcastle Norwich. So we'll get straight into it. Uh, I'll read out my bold predictions and score predictions first this game week because you did yours last game week. Um you're currently on six points on the scoreboard and I am on two. So let's get straight into it. So Newcastle, Norwich. How bold are you going this week, Blake? Um, it's quite, it's, you'll be able to tell from my first prediction that it's uh, pretty random this uh, game week. So we'll see how we go. Newcastle, Norwich. I've got at least three goals to be scored in the match and that every goal in the match that's scored They'll have a, the letter I in their surname. <laughs> okay. And off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you but uh, the names, but so pretty I'm, exci- much, I'm, ex- I'm excited by that prediction. So, well so pretty much every goal is going to be scored by Wilson, St. Maximum or Pookie um, with the I's in their name. So, yeah. yeah every well goal <laughs> and at least three goals scored. Um, but my... Overall score prediction is 3-1, Newcastle favour. Newcastle's favour. Okay, good. Um, my bold prediction is that Pookie will score more than 10 fantasy points. And my score prediction is 2-all. 2-all, very good. Expecting a high-scoring game there. Uh, Leeds, Crystal Palace. My bold prediction Goeta had to have seven plus saves. And yes. the, the score line to be one, two. Well, I've got a similar theme in my bold prediction. I, I think these two goals are pretty good. I think there'll be a penalty saved in this game. And the score end up one all. Don't mind that. Who takes the uh, pen- who takes the penalties for each side? Zaha. Uh, it all depends. Milivojevic used to the last couple of years, but yeah, probably Zaha. And then Leeds is a bit of an unknown at the moment with a few injuries. No Bamford, so I'm not sure. Maybe it's Rafinha. Yeah, sure. maybe Rafinha. Um, Southampton, Leicester. I have got my bold prediction: a Leicester defender to get an attacking return, whether it's an assist or a goal. Uh, if you have a look at their defenders and what they've done this season, it's not a lot. <laughs> they've, they've had uh, two attacking returns between all the defenders for the whole season. I think, uh, I think it was Pereira in game week one, and I think the other one might have been Soyonchu. But, yeah, so that's my bold prediction and the score to be... 
three nil in Leicester's favour. Okay, not bad. You're throwing me a little bit because I've got a different order for the games, but oh, um, it's all good. James Madison is a player that is is a quite frustrating fantasy player because he'll go through patches of form and then everyone gets him and then he's disappointing. And he scored very well on the weekend. So I'm going to back him in to do that again. So I'll have Madison for at least 10 fantasy points and Leicester to win 3-1. That was very frustrating to watch. I was nearly about to move Cornet to Madison. Last game week. He couldn't. Madison hasn't shown anything for I know, a I was, long time. And that's why it would have that's why I opted not to do it. But I was that very been close. A pick. I was very close to doing it. And it it would have been a negative four hit, but it would have profited me ten points. So it's all right. Uh, so what was your score prediction there, Clinton? It was one three in favor of Leicester. Okay. The next game I have here is Watford-Chelsea. And my bold prediction is that this will be the biggest win of the season. <laughs> yep. Which what is, is the biggest? What is the biggest? Uh, the biggest so far is a 7-0 win. Uh, <laughs> so, this, so this is going to be an 8. So my score prediction is an 8-0 win, Chelsea. <laughs> I should have more. I shouldn't need. Try and get another Chelsea player then, should I? Yeah, that's, uh, uh, wow, yeah. that's bold. Um, I've got a couple more boring bold predictions. I'm sorry, but I've, I did it about I did about two game weeks ago. I predicted Lukaku to re-announce himself. So this is the one. He only got a, uh, about a dozen minutes on the weekend, but I'll, I've got Lukaku to score at least ten fantasy points, and. He should do if they if, if he does if he does play and they score eight, eight goals. Uh, I've got four nil Chelsea. Boring. Um, I've got West Ham Brighton. This is one of those bold predictions that where I'm just barracking for my team, unfortunately. But um, I've got Basuma to score ten fantasy points and the score to be two all. Yeah, that would be bold. And Jared Bowen got benched, I think, on the weekend, which is he, quite surprising. He, so he did, yeah. I've got him to start and him to score at least 10 fantasy points. And my prediction is 3-1 West Ham's favour. Yeah, they uh, played pretty well last week, even though they did lose the game. Wolves-Burnley, I've got Cornet to bounce back after having a, a week off. So he's going to score me 10 fantasy points. And... I've got the score to be 3-2 in Wolves' favour. Yep, I've got Roman Saiz to get an attacking return, which is quite random as a def- Wolves yeah. defender. That is random. And and I've got Wolves to win 2-1. 2-1, very good. Uh, Aston Villa, Man City. I've got Cancelo to score a goal. If you, he actually hasn't scored I don't think he's scored a goal this season yet. Yeah most of it has. has he? Most of his uh I thought I had a look earlier. Pretty much all of his uh high scoring games he um has had an assist or okay, a couple maybe. of assists. Might have been Champions League he's been scoring goals. Yeah well that's 
Will you allow me to have that as a bold prediction then? To score a goal? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Thank you. And I have got the score to be 4-0 in Man City's favour. Uh, yes, I've got Gundawan to continue his good form. He is pretty much playing in the replacement of KDB. So I've got him to um, continue to score well with more than 10 fantasy points and Man City to win 3-0. And hopefully that is 3-0 this time around. Is uh, KDB going to be back soon? Uh, it's a good question. Who knows? He's yeah. obviously returning from COVID, so um, depends on his health. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Everton, Liverpool. Um, I think we'd both be happy with this bold prediction. I've got Jota to blank. Yes. Even even though it's probably not that bold, <laughs> but after the form he's been in, um, I'm sure you'd be definitely happy with me to have that prediction. And I've got Liverpool winning 3-0. Well, Blake, I purposely have with my predictions for this game week, avoided mentioning players in my team. I've tried my best to avoid that. But believe it or not, obviously we do these bold predictions without looking at the other person. So my bold prediction was jotted to blank because <laughs> I, because of the frustration and the gloating of the, the podcast of the people yes. just talking about Jota and all of a sudden he's the world's best striker. Yes. And after, after I owned him for five weeks, he did nothing early in the season. So I hope everyone continue, continues to buy him for this week and he blanks. I really want that. Uh, I like that a lot. Yes. And I, I obviously won't mention Mane. I'm hoping to score. But I want, um, I have Liverpool 4-0 over Everton. But just thinking about that also, there's a lot of um, talk about minutes, playing minutes and players resting. Um, if I was to have a secondary bold prediction, my bold prediction would be that the likes of Mane and Salah will start and they'll smash them in the first half and then Salah and potentially Mane can go off at the 60-odd minute mark when they're up whatever, nil, 4 nil, 5 nil, and then, they have, then they're fine for game week 15. That's what I would really like to happen because there's a big doubt about players with the quick turnarounds and playing time, so I hope they start and score dominate early, then they could get a rest. Yeah, it's definitely something to consider for this game week um, with obviously the quick back around. So, um, yeah, players could be rested, um, especially if they start getting big leads. So wouldn't surprise me to see some big names having a break um, in the latter halves of the matches. Uh, so you had four nil there. Spurs, Brentford, I've got Son to score 15 Fantasy points. That's a lot. He's, he's, he's due to have a big game. And I've got Spurs after having a week off. So I think they'll be fresh. They'll win 4 0. Wow. That's very biased of you as a Tottenham supporter. Obviously, I haven't been watching them recently. But um... <laughs> I, I was purely basing it off that the, they've had an extra break than what Brentford have. Yep. I'll accept your prediction. And I will say that. I think Tony, although he's been a frustrating fantasy option, he's the player to continue his form. He'll score at least 10 fantasy points and the score will end up 2 all. Very good. He's a very good player. My, uh, I always look forward to giving my Man United um, 
predictions. And this week it's exceptionally more exciting because they're <laughs> against uh, Arsenal. Yes. And Man to. United will score their first clean sheet of the season and they will also score. So it won't be a nil all draw. They will score and keep a clean sheet. My score prediction is 2 0. You disappoint me, Blake. You disappoint me. After your biased Tottenham score, <laughs> then your Arsenal prediction. My pr- prediction is that Luke Shaw will return and actually get an attacking return, but they will lose 1 2 to Arsenal. It's, um, yeah, Man United assets are actually something to consider, even though what's been happening with their manager and how they've been playing. They're actually assets to definitely consider going forward with their upcoming fixtures. Arsenal's obviously a tough game uh, this week, defensive, with a tough defensive lineup. But um, after that, they've got a, one of the best runs of fixtures in the comp. So they're, Shaw's actually on my watch list for future game weeks. So I look forward to watching that game, Clinton. The manager will have to perform miracles to um, struck, help uh, their defensive um, frustrations because that cannot keep a clean sheet. And I think even Conte is finding that at the same at Spurs. It's uh, all well and good, the manager change, but they can't perform miracles. So it will be interesting. I think the key for Man United is just keeping Maguire off the pitch. <laughs> the amount of mistakes he's made this season. But anyway, uh, so that's the end of game week 14 where we'll run through game week 15 as well um my well I'll do blake i'll i'll go first with mine for game week 15 yeah perfect. um so yes good luck so obviously the game week 14 goes over a course of i think two or three mornings um and then we're yeah literally 24 hours later we're into game week 15 so as we've mentioned there could be a lot of rotations whether it be you mentioned coming off late, but uh, there is every chance that players don't start and then depending on the game situation could come on late in the game. So there is a chance that although you've got expensive options that they actually come on at the 80th minute mark and then score one point. So you can't control it. It is what it is. So don't get frustrated if one of your best players is benched and comes on and doesn't score. It's just, you can't control it. So it's just a week of... This week, with the three games over the course of a week, and then once again over between Christmas and New Year's, you can't control it. So don't get too frustrated about that. So game week 15, um, off with my bold predictions, there could be injuries in game week 14, so it's not worth overthinking it. So the way I've structured up my predictions is I've chosen someone random in these games to actually score a goal. And, so, I've, done, and I've done the same. Have you? Yeah. How about that? What a coincidence. So yeah. um, game week 15, um, the first game is West Ham and Chelsea. The player that I've got to score is Giorgino uh, and Chelsea to win 2-0. 2-0. My player to score a goal is Alonso and I've got Chelsea 3-0. Not bad. Newcastle, Burnley. I have Ryan Fraser to score for Newcastle and the score to be 2-1 in their favour. That is quite a a random player. Um, Thank you. 
my random player to score a goal is Joel Linton. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and my score prediction is 2-1 in Newcastle's favour. He might need an injury to Callum Wilson uh, the next couple uh, tomorrow morning, actually. Anyway, um, next game, Southampton Brighton. My player to score is Broha and the score to be one all. Um, My prediction, I'm changing it up with the uh, formula here. There'll be no... (laughs) No goals scored in this game. It'll be the only game for the round where no goals are scored because these teams, they just show no output of attacking barely at all. So that's my prediction. Nil all draw and the only game of the round to be no goals. Well, if you are predicting no scores to to go through, it is hard for someone to score. That makes sense. All right. Wolves and Liverpool. My random player to score is Oxlade Chamberlain and Liverpool to win 2 0. Chamberlain's quite a random one. Thank you. My, uh, my goal scorer is going to be Simicass after Robertson plays this game, game week 14, and then he has a rest in 15. Uh, yeah, Simicass, I like that Simicass is going to come on and score. And my prediction is 4-0. Not bad. Watford and Man City. My random player, my bold prediction to score is Ruben Diaz and 4-0 in favour of City. Yep. Just sticking with players that are in our team. I will go with Cancelo to score score again. Well, back-to-back games for you. Yeah, he's gonna he's, he's gonna have a massive one. Yeah, he's got a he's but, had a big week. But uh my score prediction, Watford aren't gonna have a very good two game weeks because they're about to lose <laughs> seven they're about to lose seven nil. Seven two, two after, after Oh my goodness, that's a lot of goals. They're gonna lose fifteen nil over the next two games. That, <laughs> that, that's uh that's going to be a long few days for Watford. Yeah. Before before I decided that I was going to do the a goal score for each game, my bold prediction was going to be that they're going to lose fifteen nil over the next two game weeks. Just so, imagine if that happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. well done. Um, Leeds and Brentford. My prediction, my bold prediction, is that Pinnock, 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 yeah, will score and it'll be one all. Well, very good. My random player that's going to score a goal due to the few injuries and stuff around Leeds at the moment with Bamford in doubt due to fitness. Gallagher's going to come on and score a goal for Leeds. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's... Gallagher. Gallagher. Gallagher, yep. <laughs> I don't think that's Gallagher for Leeds. Galha. That's all right. Uh, and my prediction is 2-1 Leeds will defeat Brentford. You know the singers of Oasis? Yeah. Noel and Liam Gallagher. How do you spell it? The same way. G-E-L-H-A-R-D-T. Sorry? 
I'm uh, talking about the Leeds Palace. Oh, a different one. Yeah, not the, was... not the Crystal Palace Connor Gallagher. Oh, okay. Get... Sorry, you confused me. I've, I've been trying the... to tell you the whole time. Gallagher. Gallagher. Well, you said you said that before. When, but I think you mentioned about your team, and you said Gallagher for when you. I think we were talking about Gallagher, and then. <laughs> so that, 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 that's what confused me. I've got both of them in my team, and they're playing against each other this week, the game week fourteen. But yeah, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll move on. Let's, let's move on. Man United. No, again. you you just, you've thrown me. All right, Man United and Crystal Palace. Uh, Mitchell to score for Palace. And it'll be two all. Mitchell, he's uh, coming out of yep. nowhere to score a goal from Palace. Uh, yep. My goal scorer is Shaw for United. Well, wow. he, he very he could be in my team by by that stage. And I've got Man United to win three one. They're they're about to hit their straps. They're about to start firing up. Mm. Well, after they lost to Arsenal, we'll see. Um, Tottenham and Norwich. My player score is Hoiberg. And they will win 2-0. There's another name for you, Blake. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I'm not even going to... Hoiberg. That's why I didn't uh, try and say that he was going to score a goal. I'm just going to avoid players' names that I can't pronounce <laughs> from now on. Uh, and in saying that, I've got Regulon to score a goal. Yeah. Um, and Spurs, they're going to have a couple of big wins in a row. They're going to win 3 0. Okay. I've got a tricky couple of names for you. Um, next one is Aston Villa and Leicester. My player to score is Buandia, and the score will be 2 all. 2 all. You reckon Aston Villa is starting to hit a bit of form now? Well, they have won their last two games. And uh, what I'd be, yeah, I think Liverpool, no, who do they play? Sorry. They play, who do they play? They play Man City, sorry. Yeah, I think yeah. they'll struggle against Man City, but I think they'll bounce back against Leicester at home. Yes, I do. Yeah. My player to score is Lookman. Lookman. And he, the score will be 1 3 in Leicester's favour. Yep, not bad. And Everton and Arsenal. My player to score is Odegaard, and Arsenal will win 1 0. Low scoring game. They're both uh, quite very defensive. Um, well, considering I've already got a nil all draw predicted for the game week, I can't do that again. So You said, you said it would be the other one. Um, yeah, so I better not say that again. So I'm going to go It's quite a random player. In uh, Ben White's going to score a goal. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to get an attacking return, old Whitey. And uh, so I will go Arsenal to win 1-0. Prediction. There you go. Well, that's, that's the... Short turnaround between games and, yeah, looking forward to seeing lots of football over the next four or five days. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll talk about our teams and 
how we think we'll uh, structure up for the next two game weeks. So I still haven't made my transfers yet for game week 14, which I'll, but I will make them tonight considering it's a early lockout tomorrow morning. Yes, so, do that. Yeah. My team currently, as it stands, I haven't made any transfers. My team currently is Guaita, Kinsella, Alonso, Alexander Arnold, Reese James, Basuma's on the pitch. Corne, Salah, Son, Gallagher, Ronaldo uh, on the pitch. My bench is currently Foster, Simicast, Broha, and Galha. Um, <laughs> so I'm a little bit torn with what to do with Simicast. He's actually just gone down in price this morning, which is quite disappointing. Um, but I think with the quick backup of fixtures and Robertson coming off an injury. I think I'm going to hold him. Um, he, um, I think I might actually just keep him on, on the pitch uh, for this game week and hope that he doesn't just come on and play 20 minutes. Um, so, yeah, because of the quick backup with Robertson's injury. So, at the moment, my one transfer that I want to make is Ronaldo to Lukaku. I think... As you predicted over wow. the last two game weeks, um, he is due to bounce back. Um, they've slowly eased him back into the team, and, and I've got them to destroy Watford this weekend, obviously, with my uh, prediction. So that's what I'm currently thinking of doing. Um, another another move I could make would be transferring out Simicast to someone like a Regulon or a Luke Shaw. Um, over either this game week or the game week after, but yeah, I don't. I'm not going to be transferring out any of Cancelo, Alonso, Alexander Arnold, Reese James. They're set. Gallagher's got good fixtures. Son's got good fixtures, and Mo Salah's obviously a lock in everyone's teams at the moment. So Ronaldo's the one that's on the on the firing line. And yeah, that's pretty much. I'm going to be captaining Salah, but. That's pretty much what I'm thinking of doing, Clinton. Yeah, it's obviously very risky because uh, normally you wait to see the player show form again after an injury. So, But in saying that, if Lukaku does score a lot of goals versus Watford, as you predict, that um, everyone will be starting to make that move, whether it be by the weekend or the weekend after. So, um, yeah, could be, could be a smart move. But in saying that, Ronaldo did have a rest. So I know it's frustrating he scored... No points in the weekend, Zero, but he did yeah. have a rest. And after his game of Arsenal, the fixtures, as you have mentioned, they do become easier for United. So it is a bold move, but good luck. Yeah. And uh, as, I, as I suggested on your wildcard, I think it was, yeah, Simicast was likely to become an issue. And yeah, now it's Neve also on top of that have locked away another Liverpool asset which you could be having elsewhere so yeah it's your puzzle to solve on that one yeah sure i'm predicting your Simicast will get minutes with robertson having a hamstring injury not that long ago it'd be quite risky to play him three three games in a week but you never know you're right but who knows like liverpool I think Robertson will play because it's a derby versus Everton. I think Robertson will play. You'd think he'd play versus Everton. And then by the weekend, you're right. But in saying that, 
all of a sudden if Liverpool are struggling to score versus Wolves and it's nil-nil, hypothetically at half-time, all of a sudden they might try and get Robertson into the game. So you're at risk of him scoring one for you. That's the risk. But, yep, interesting decision for you. Yeah, so at the moment I'm going to do Ronaldo to Lukaku um, unless I change my mind within the next half an hour. How's your team looking? Um, I'm going to bank a transfer. As I've said, I was pretty happy how the, the team is structured, structured up. Just um, yeah, didn't quite go my way in the weekend. Hopefully the players do start in this midweek fixtures. Uh, the only change I'm making is actually moving Antonio from the bench to starting on and I'm putting Mbomo on the on the bench, but we'll see if who starts, etc. So the bench is an important aspect of all this because there's every chance some players do um, obviously don't come on, on at all. Um, so it'll, it'll end up Edison, Rudiger, Diaz, Trent, Kinsella, James, Gallagher, Salah, Captain, Mane, Huang, who's on thin ice, and Antonio, who's probably also on thin ice. So uh, on the bench will end up as Broha, Bomo and Sissoko. And that'll take me to the weekend when I'll have two free transfers and in the gun, uh, Huang and Bomo mainly. And then Antonio, I would like to keep, but if he does blank versus Brighton, I think that could be the final straw because, um, yeah, there is some other options popping up and there is um, Callum Wilson's one. And the other one is... Josh King for Watford, who I'm really eyeing off as well. So uh, for this um, game week 14 anyway, obviously I'm always always barracking hard for a Man City clean sheet, but I'm really desperate for the fact that Mane is my big differential and it really baffled on, on the weekend about Jota. So I'm hoping Mane can pay that back to me and score a lot of goals for me, whether it be versus Everton or... Um, who they play. They play Wolves on the weekend. So hopefully versus Everton, as I said, I hope Salah and Mane dominate the first half and rest up for the weekend. Yep, it's a very good team there, Clinton. Hopefully you'll be able to climb back up the rankings very soon. Um, I don't know if you caught the um, West Ham game. Antonio was very unlucky not to get some more points there. He had an assist... He had an assist yeah. across the Ben Rama and he had a very poor touch, which he should have put away. But And he was yeah trying to get him on the break. But I thought it was unlucky not to score more points. I did see some good reports about how he played. And although he's been fantasy-wise disappointing recently, he does seem to be playing well. So I'm hoping that does uh, transfer into fantasy points. And yeah, hopefully this game week especially. Um, and yeah. I'm trying to not to think about that game anymore because <laughs> I, it's one of those things. I I don't watch a lot of game highlights. I just watch the first thing I do is watch the goals. And the, if it had have happened, if that goal had have happened 70th minute, 80th minute, I would have been fine. But the fact that it happened at 94th minute, literally the last kick of the game, it's just a fantasy dagger. But it is what it is. Yeah, it was a tough game week for. A lot of managers last game week with uh, Tottenham and uh, especially what happened with your team. That'll uh, just about wrap us up for the show, Clinton. It's been a slightly longer episode just with the covering the two game weeks for the upcoming 14 and 15s game weeks um, that we previewed. So 
Um, yeah, make sure you follow us on the social media platforms, especially the Twitter page. Check us out on Patreon um, and join Aaron on there, who's uh, flying with his team at the moment. Um, so make sure you follow us on those platforms because there is more content coming shortly with uh, Big Bash Cricket with the Supercoach starting this coming Sunday. So we'll be doing a show for that um, for the big BBL Supercoach season. Um, so make sure you follow us on the social media platforms. There'll be upcoming leagues and a lot of content coming your way for that platform as well. Anything further to add before we finish there, Clint? No, I don't think so. Hopefully I can get a couple of green arrows um, for this game week 14 and 15. And yeah, as I said, slowly crawl my way up the ranks and yeah, I'm looking forward to, I'm especially looking forward to uh, United Arsenal. Uh, we've mentioned that game already, but I think overall the top teams um, have good fixtures coming up. So um, I'm especially interested as an Arsenal fan to see who's going to really vie for that top four spot because that's where I think I think the top three are far and away the best three teams. What order they finish in is anyone's guess at the moment because they're all awesome. Yeah. But yeah, the, the fourth spot is really interesting. I'm hoping, and I think just quietly that obviously this game versus Man United and Arsenal could be a little preview because I think I think United will eventually sort their, their things out and um, start playing well again soon and um, obviously West Ham are performing well so there's a few teams vying for that spot but I think Arsenal have been just quietly going really well and it's a big game if Arsenal somehow manage either a draw or even yeah, the three points I think that's an exciting game in terms of that top four race and now that yeah there's been a few manager changes etc there's a lot of pressure already in a few of the teams down the bottom of the of the table so from both ends, it's quite exciting. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, as I said, that United and Arsenal game. Yeah, absolutely. There's uh, some other teams that are vying for that top four spot. You've got Wolves just chasing Arsenal there, Tottenham, even Brighton's just keeping clean sheets to hold out draws and Leicester's in 10th currently, but they're only five points behind on the table as well. So very good, Clinton. I look forward to watching the next two game weeks and good luck for, yeah, good luck for the rounds. Good stuff, Blake. Thanks, mate.